0: This is the Mark Stuchewski Podcast. Dr. Alan Laika, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me today. Uh,
1: It's such a wonderful day. I'm really, it's a pleasure to be with you. Thank you again
0: for having me as your guest. Well, thank you for being here. Also, thank you for having me on your show not too long ago. Really excited that we can be on each other's podcast. Now, the one thing I got to start this off because when you scheduled your interview on the Mark Stuchowski podcast, you said that you survived a near-death experience. Now, I want you to share that with us, but I also, when I read that, I'm like, I wonder how many people have experienced near-death experiences, but We don't know about it because we, you know, we survived. So tell us about your near-death experience. Mark, I'd love to.
1: And I'm going to start at the beginning. Uh, It was 2003. I was walking in Disneyland with my wife and my youngest daughter. My wife turned to me and said, what's wrong with you, hun?" You know, I was taken aback. For once in my life, I hadn't said anything wrong. I hadn't done anything wrong. I haven't even thunk <laughs> anything wrong, Mark. So, so I was out, to t- you know, I said, what do you mean, dear? She said, listen to your foot. I said, dear, what do you mean listen to my foot? <laughs> That's dumb, I said. What do you, you mean? She said, well, listen to it. And, you know, my right foot had suddenly and mysteriously developed a foot drop. You know, mm. your brain is designed for your foot to lift up with each step you were taking. Well, my wasn't lifting up. It was slapping on the pavement. It was making an audible slapping sound. She said, did you have a stroke? I said, dear, you're a doctor. I'm a doctor. That's not how strokes present. She said, well, something is wrong. When you get back, you better get this checked out. (laughs) Gotta love (laughs) wives. You know, if you have a wife like I do, a dear loving wife, you listen to what she says when she says in that tone and voice. Amen. <laughs> so I knew I had to do what she said. So I started my journey. I went to see dozens of doctors. In fact, when I ended up, it was hundreds of doctors. Wow. And, and you, know, you know, they did brain scans. They did oh. cat scans. They did pet scans. They did scan scans. And you oh know what goodness. they showed? You know what they showed at the end of the day, Mark? No. They showed absolutely nothing. <laughs> And you know what doctors do when they see absolutely nothing on your scans? No. They do more tests and (laughs) more tests and more tests. You know, doctors, I was a doctor, so I know this. You don't want to be caught a fool. So you're going to do every test known to man. So you do every. I had over a billion dollars in tests. And then I ended up on the doorstep of a world leading neurologist. Now, this was the man. He was the brains of neurology. This guy had all the answers. So I walked in and I said, hi. He said, you better be sitting down when I tell you this. I said, why? I've got a dropped right foot. He said, no, you don't. You have ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease. Get Whoa. your affairs in order. In six months, you're going to be dead. <sighs> You know, what a bedside manner. What a bedside manner. So I asked him, is there a way to prove this diagnosis? You know, I'm a doctor. I know there's proof for most diagnoses. So I said, is there a way to prove this diagnosis? He said, of course, on autopsy. (gasps) What? (laughs) Uh, What a great bedside manner. He must have been (laughs) the the brother of Dr. House on TV. He was (laughs) so bad. It was terrible. So I shot back. I'm not going to die to prove you wrong. Okay. Great comeback. I, I had to do something. Yes. Okay. So, you know, when you go through something like this, you have had a great loss. You go through the phases of death and dying. You've just been told you're going to be dead. So your body lives this. Now, there's a great book by written by Elizabeth Kubler-Ross called On Death and Dying. Have you ever read that book? No, sir. I have not. Well, let me fill you in a bit. Dr. Kubler-Ross says when you're dying, you go through five stages. You go through anger. Anger. You get mad. You know, that's (laughs) what happens. You know, the world is going through anger right now. I mean, you go drive down the street and your guy you're driving with gets road rage and he tries to run you off the road. You know, this anger is everywhere. It's pervasive. You go through denial denial, not a state, not a river in Egypt, denial. Denial is really what everybody's going through right now. That's when you deny something is existing. And and I was denying that I was ill. I was denying I had ALS. So I worked harder and harder and harder. I worked 13 to 15 hours a day. I was going to have something to show at the end of this if I ever passed, but it wasn't going to happen. So things were going to be much better, right? Okay, then you go through bargaining. Mark, Mm -hmm. you say, God, please don't let this happen. I will do anything if you don't let this happen. But then the the fourth phase is really interesting. It's depression. That's when the world is black and gray. You stay in bed. You stare out of the ceiling. You really don't want to get out of bed. You don't see any point in it. The world is bad. You're bad. Everything is black. Nothing is gray. It's black. You know, you don't eat. You don't sleep. Every, you're so depressed. You, you start losing weight. You know, you start seeing the symptoms of this. Other people comment, you look terrible. Is there something wrong? No, you're depressed. You don't want to admit that to anybody. Right. But you know, the world's going through depression right now. So I think everybody knows what I'm talking about. Watch the, Five o'clock news, and everybody's saying the world's going to end tomorrow. Uh, can't you be depressed with that? <laughs> well, you know, yeah. Elizabeth Kubler's Ross's last phase is acceptance. You know, I wasn't going to accept this diagnosis because I knew it wasn't right. So I went to my wife and I asked, dear, what do I have? She said, dear, I haven't got the faintest idea, but you're smart. You could figure it out. Well, thank you for the vote of confidence, dear. I, I, yes, I am smart, but, you know, I don't know what I have. I'm very confused. What do you suggest I do? She said, you figure it out. You're smart. So, you know, back then, something new was invented. You might have heard about it. It's called the Internet. <laughs> yep. You ever I think i heard, I've heard it? Of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Internet. <laughs> You know, we have Dr. Google now that gives us- I was just going to say problems. that. <laughs> but but back in 2003, the internet was very primitive. Yep. It was, we didn't have search engines. Oh my God, they hadn't been invented yet. <laughs> we didn't have Google. We didn't have AOL. We didn't have Yahoo. They weren't here yet. Maybe somebody was thinking them, but they weren't there. What we had was dial-on connections. That's mm-hmm. when you put a phone on a cradle- Yep. <laughs> I communicated with another phone and it went re-ah, re-ah, for 15 minutes. Now, eventually that obnoxious sound stopped and you got connected and you were connected with a specific site. So you had to know exactly who you were phoning. It was a dial on connection. It was phoning. His- you know, my friends were nerds. They knew everything about the Internet. They had heard of about a doctor in Colorado Springs, Colorado. His name was David Martz and I got on the internet. I got to his site and found out he had something very similar to mine. So, you know, it was interesting. I found out more. I really, really uh, had to find out more. I had to search more. You know, David was a fascinating guy, but he was on his deathbed when a doctor from Colorado Springs came up and The doctor came up to see him and said, David, I don't think you have Lou Gehrig's disease. I don't think you have ALS. I think you have something called chronic Lyme's disease. Well, David said, what's that? I haven't heard of that. Well, the reason he hadn't heard of it, it was so new. Very few people had heard of it. But the doctor from Texas said, look, David, I think I can make you better. And David said, well, what have I got to lose? I'm dying. Uh And so the doctor from Texas started him on treatment and a miracle happened. Like Lazarus, David arose from the dead. He, he, wow. he literally got back to his normal life within weeks. So I knew I had to contact David. So I got on the phone. I phoned every hospital in his hometown. You see, a doctor can get in touch with every other hospital if he wants to. You mm-hmm. know how that happens? Well, he phones the hospital and says, can I talk to Dr. David Martz, please? Who are you? I'm Dr. Leica." Well, just wait a minute. I'll get in touch with him for you. Ten seconds later, I was talking to Dr. David Martz. We talked for hours. David said, can you come down and see me? I said, I can't, David. He said, why? I said, because it's Thanksgiving in Canada. It's our big national holiday. My wife's having 50 people over. He said, aren't there any planes in Canada? (laughs) (laughs) I knew I wasn't going to get away that easily. So I went to my wife. I said, dear, I'm not going to be home for Thanksgiving. She said, where are you going this time? You know, I was away a lot. I was a cosmetic doctor. I was at conferences a lot. She said, where are you going this time? And I said, dear, I have to go to Colorado Springs, Colorado. She said, why? I said, there's a doctor there that claims he has something similar to me. She said, dear, I'll pack your bag for you. I'll even get you to the plane. You know, dear, this is wonderful. I think we have an answer to our problems. You must go. Wow, what a change of heart. Wow, that was nice. So I got on a plane from Denver to Colorado Springs, to, from Edmonton to Denver. I got on my first leg from, from Edmonton to Denver, getting a little ahead of my story there. It was a great flight, three hours long. But then I got on a plane from Denver to Colorado Springs. Have you ever been on that flight? No, sir. Good, because you might have not lived it. It's a terrible flight. It's only 15 <laughs> minutes long. But you know what happens at the end of the The air comes off the desert. And causes eddies and that causes turbulence. Oh. Now, that plane drops over and over again. It climbs and drops and climbs and drops. It's like a roller coaster ride. It's like a Ferris wheel. It's like the drop of doom at Disneyland over and over and over, but to the power of 10. You're wow. like a cork in a tidal wave. It's awful. So what I, what I'm telling you is that I got to. Colorado Springs. I crawled off the plane and there was David on the tarmac to meet me. He said, Dr. Leica, you're not looking so good. I said, David, I'm not looking, I'm not feeling so good. He said, you know, this is a metaphor for what you and I went through. Let's go talk. So we talked for hours. And he said at that time, some magic words. I think history is repeating itself. I think I could start you on treatment and you're going to get better. I couldn't believe my ears. I couldn't believe any of this. David, I could have kissed him. I mean, this was something I had been waiting for, for no end. My near death experience was coming to an end. But you you know, when you go through something like this, your life changes. You Mm -hmm. either get mean or you get look for better answers. And, you know, that's when I found golden pearls, pearls of wisdom.
0: Cool. Well, let me just stop you right there before we get into sure. the golden, golden pearls. Sure. It, it's interesting. You talked to me about the, you know, the stages of anger, uh, the stages of anger, denial, bargaining, depression, acceptance. My mom, as many of my listeners know, uh, has late onset Alzheimer's. She's a three-year-old trapped in a 76-year-old body. And my 79-year-old father, who's a trained machinist and firefighter, is her full-time caregiver. And he goes from anger, denial, bargaining, depression, back to anger. He is still two years later has not reached the acceptance uh states, which is I'm waiting for that day to happen. You because know, he, it's, he it's very go ahead. common for people who have
1: a loved one going through a loss or going through illness to go through those phases, anger, denial, bargaining, and depression. But I don't think they go through them as stages. I think they go through them as the brain flipping between one and the other. Mm. So you'll see one minute a person's angry. The next minute they're bargaining. The next minute they're going through depression. And this is what people have to know. This is what people need to realize. So as they're seeing the world going through these changes, they're going through these as well. And I want people to understand what's going on in them. You know, if they're angry, remember, it's not that you're just angry. It's because the world is making you angry. Remember, if you're bargaining, the world is making you bargain. If you're going through depression, you might be a little depressed, but the world is augmenting that. I'm Mm -hmm. telling you this so you can learn and grow.
0: Hey there, it's Mark. I just wanted to hop in here real quick to invite you to check out mrproductivity.com to find out how to be coached by me for less than a dollar a day, get my top 5 productivity tips and so much more. It all happens over at mrproductivity.com. But why does it take so long to finally reach that acceptance? I know it's different for everyone, and I know you're not a psychiatrist, but it seems like I see a lot of people go through anger, denial, bargaining, depression, then denial, anger, it Different, they go flip flopping, but but acceptance takes so difficult to get to that point. I think our, our brain
1: goes through a biochemical storm. I, I think mm. each one of those induces its own chemicals that take a while to go away. They okay. induce the next phase, but those chemicals linger. So your brain, like, remember, I never got to the acceptance phase. And that was ah. partly my personality, but it was also partly because I knew in my heart of hearts that I couldn't accept that I was dying. I, I, I fought it all the way. I knew that death wasn't going to happen. I'm a doctor. Okay. I've seen people go through death. Uh, this wasn't me. Maybe I didn't want, maybe I was denying it, but I knew
0: in my heart of hearts it wasn't there. Mm. So you came through this near death experience. Um, you know, spoiler alert, he didn't die. He's on the podcast today. And you said you came up with this golden, what was your, what were you talking about? Okay. I, I, you know,
1: as a result of my experiences, I wrote a book called The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life. It's based on one principle. It's not what happens to you. It's what you do with what happens. Also, as a result of I, I know it's what you do with what happens. My co-author and I, a wonderful lady by the name of Harriet Tinka, found golden pearls, golden pearls of wisdom. Mm. Now, you know Harriet Tinka because she was on the podcast that you were on, Mark. And she went through an experience similar to mine. But she was a wonderful lady who was a world-class model that was going through higher education. She walked away from modeling. And during that, she met a very evil fellow that kidnapped her, stabbed her, and left her for a bit dead. Mm. But, you know, she did – she met a little girl by the name of Amanda that said to Harriet, you know, you could grovel in this and be a victim all your life, she said. But, you know, you should really give back to others and use your story to inspire others. And that's where Harriet – uh met me because i was sponsoring a contest called women of distinction for the ywca during my process i i was giving back to society i was trying to make the world a better place so i decided to honor women and harriet went and applied for an award she won the turning points award and then she came to me and said dr leica can i take you for lunch she always reminds me of that now forever, because now she says at that lunch, she says, you know, we should write a book, The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life. We'll base it on golden pearls. I said, golden nuggets. She said, no, that's fast food. Golden <laughs> pearls, she said. I've been obsessed with golden pearls since I beat a little daughter, a little girl. And I researched golden pearls, and she, and I found out that they're the results of trauma, In a special oyster in the South Pacific, these pearls are so rare and magnificent, they cost upwards of $10,000 a pearl. Now, when I said that to Harriet, she said, now I'm really obsessed with pearls, she said. And if you look at our book, there's 13 golden pearls on the cover because these golden pearls are of wisdom. Now, let me start with the first one. The first golden pearl is love. Love, Mark, love. Love is something that your mother gave you when you're a little child. That's mm-hmm. why you are who you are today. But there's seven types of love. The Greeks say there's seven types of love and one's obsessive love. And that's the love that almost did in Harriet by her obsessive stalker. You know, there's good love and bad love. The Greeks realize that. But the wisdom it comes out of this book and these pearls that we've given to people. Wisdom, words of knowledge, golden pearls.
0: Wow. Now you had mentioned before we started recording that you have something that you are going to tell us about uh, regarding some kind of 52 pearls yes, of wisdom. Let's, let's tell please, us about that.
1: Let's please let me do that. You know, I love to give everybody that I'm with the golden pearls and we have in our book, quotes from people that are on these golden pearls of wisdom. They are golden pearls of wisdom. And these authorities, there's 52 of them in our book. And if you would like to receive them, and each one of these will be delivered one a week for 52 weeks, all you need to do is text me 1-819-717-2515. 1-819- 717 2515 And these golden pearls of wisdom will come your way. Golden pearls with an S to that phone number. And you will get this. Just text me. Everybody has a cell phone. Pick it up and do it right now <laughs> because you might forget. And this is something that's so amazing. Every
0: week you will get a special golden pearl of wisdom. It'll so what is that? What is that number again? And what do they have to text you? Because I want to make sure if they're out in the run, they can stop the run and they can do it right now. Yeah, it's called one
1: 717 2515 A lot of shows have show notes. Do you have those, Mark? Yes, sir, I do. Okay, put them in there. one 717 2515
0: Text golden pearls. Okay. Now, listener, I, that's a gift. I mean, you can either say, yeah, I'll do it later, which you won't, or you can stop what you're doing right now and text that number and say golden pearls and then get the golden pearls one a week for a year. And th- you never know. This could be the thing you need to hear Every week from Doctor Leica, in order to put you over the hump you're going through right now. So do it right now. Don't wait. You know. Thank
1: you again for being on this show. This show is amazing, Mark. I, I'm having so
0: much fun. Thank you again. Well, I I'm glad you're here, and I love your story. I mean, I was sitting here mesmerized. I'm like, oh yeah, I, that's right. I'm 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 interviewing you, and that's because your story is so. You're a good storyteller. And now tell us about this. You co-authored The Pillars of Success with Jack Canfield. Tell, how did that come about? Well, let me tell you that. You know, Jack Canfield, when we were writing our book, uh, The Secrets to
1: Living a Fantastic Life, Harriet and I decided to seek out the world's best author. Jack Canfield has written 220 <laughs> million books called Chicken Soup for the Soul. Yes. So I we figured, you know, this guy's written a lot of books. He's a genius. Maybe we should... Learn from him, you know. Lo and behold, he invited us to his house to work on her book. Uh, wow! Secrets to living a fantastic life. It's in San Bernardino. It's a beautiful house. And he said, "You know, your book is so interesting. I want to be part of that." He said, and he said, "I'm writing a book called Pillars of Success. Would you like to be part of my book too?" And I said, "Wow!" <laughs> and amazingly. The secrets to living a fantastic life and pillars of success have become best best sellers in the pandemic of twenty wow. twenty. That's awesome. Oh That's incredible. God. That was incredible. People thought we were nuts when we'd said we're going to write a bestseller in the pandemic of twenty twenty, but not when they read it. <laughs>
0: You know, that's, you know, I, I look at what's going on in this year known as 2020, the global zombie apocalypse pandemic, and not everyone is struggling. There are people who are doing remarkably well. My own coaching business, I have pivoted and, and I, I think. If you are sitting there, because you alluded to watching TV and the news earlier, if all you're doing is watching the news and that's all you're doing, you're going to get in that mindset that says, oh, the world's coming to an end. But if you say, listen, how can I become a better version of myself, like getting on this text list from you about the golden pearls once a week? I mean, you do those little things and it only takes little things to change your life dramatically. I think a lot of people are obsessed with getting the big things, but I would argue that getting your text message once a week is a little thing, but it could pay off massively in the future. And, but sadly, so many people are looking for the the big thing. And I think they you should know, focus let, on a little me, thing.
1: Let me give a, a word of advice to the audience. You know, the, one of the best and easiest ways to get ahead is to educate yourself Yes. Get some education. So you need to invest a little bit, either time, effort, or money to get ahead. Now, if you join a mastermind group, you're going to get ahead very quickly. Now, a lot of those mastermind groups have people in them that are very bright. Yeah, they've been kicked in the teeth with all this. But you get the combined knowledge of the coach and the person that's that's, the people in the room. So that's a brilliant way to do that. And and Mark, I do some coaching and masterminds as well. And I have two areas of interest. One is overcoming adversity. So Mm -hmm. I have some masterminds on that. And I also have a mastermind on crisis management. So if any of you are having adversity or crisis management in your world, kindly look me up. Kindly look up Mark. You know, you guys, I'd say his last name, but I might (laughs) butcher it. Mark, say your last name for everybody out there. Struccheski. Beautiful. Struccheski. You see, I'm part (laughs) Polish as well. So I know how to say that and speak it. But boy, is it a challenge.
0: Yeah, and that's exactly why I went out and got the domain Mr. dot com, which takes you magically to markstychowski dot com because I understand it's not an easy name. And you know, you told people to reach out to you, but how would they do that? Are you, you have a website, LinkedIn? Well, me, where can we go find out you, more dude, about my, you? My my full name is Dr
1: D-R A-L-L-E-N Allen. Leica, L-Y-C-K-A dot com, Dr. dot com. That's the easiest way to get me. Excellent. You know, if anybody needs help, if anybody's suffering right now, you know, I'd like to offer 15 minutes of a strategy session so they can do that. And again, just write me, Ellen at DrEllenLyca.com, and we'd be delighted to help you. My uh, assistant, who's the eighth wonder of the world, will get to you, <laughs> discuss things, and we'll put you on our schedule. Now, I can't say it's going to be immediately. My schedule is jam-packed, mm-hmm. but you know, I want to help people that need that help. So please reach out to us. Ellen at Dr. Ellen doc, uh, Ellen at Dr. dot com. And my assistant's name is assistant at Lyca, <laughs> L-Y-C-K-A dot C-A
0: because I'm in Canada. So we kept it easy for everybody. Nice. Well, Dr. Laika, you gave us so much information. Not only did you share your story, you gave us, you know, the, how we can get on the golden pearls, the 52 golden pearls. If you didn't get that number at the very end of this podcast, just about a minute, we're going to give that number to you again for like the sixth time. So this time write it down or maybe pause the podcast and actually do it. So get ready. We're going to give that number to you in just about 30 seconds. You shared a bunch of stories with us. And I want to tell you that you are mesmerizing to listen to because you're very Gonna, well I'm
1: going to ask something of your audience as well. I'm oh, going let's to do it! Challenge them to pay it oh. forward. I want them to do something for their neighbor today that they wouldn't regularly do, and it's going to be painless. Maybe you have too many clothes in your closet, and you can just give some to somebody who doesn't have any. Oh wow, that would make their day! And yet, you're cleaning up your closet at the same time. Yes. Maybe you can give to the food bank today. Maybe you look at your shelf and say, you know, I've got too many cans of beans. You know, there are people today that are going hungry and you can make their day just by giving them some of those beans that you don't really want to eat anyhow. You know, really <laughs> it's, you can do something. You can make the day pay it forward, please.
0: Yes. Yes. And the only exception is if it's 1145 PM at night. Other than that, there's no excuse. This is really easy. If you have an elderly neighbor in your neighborhood, maybe you take her garbage cans back. Maybe you bring her mail to her. This is so easy to do. So Dr. Allen gave you a lot of things you can do. It doesn't take a lot of time, but it could be life-changing. So before we ramp up, Dr. Allen, one more time. What is that phone number, and what should they text you? Yes, go uh, go, go pick up your
1: phone. Text one eight one nine seven one seven two five one five one eight one nine seven one seven twenty five fifteen. The words "golden pearls," "golden pearls." The second word with an S, and you will get fifty-two golden pearls coming your way, and they'll help shape your thoughts
0: and make you have better thoughts and make your day better immediately. Wow. Well, Dr. Allen, thank you so much for being on this episode of the Mark Stuchowski podcast. It was an absolute thrill having you here.
1: You know, this is really a pickup for me today. When I saw your podcast was on my schedule, an immediate smile came to my face. I was grateful for that. I'm always grateful for a lot of things. You know, everybody should be grateful for at least three things and remember them. That was my number one on my list today.
0: Ah, well, thank you. I really appreciate that. And just before we go, don't forget to head on over to my website, MrProductivity.com. M-I-S-T-E-R, MrProductivity.com. Find out how I can coach you for less than a dollar a day. No joke. And also you can get my top five productivity tips and so much more. It all happens at mrproductivity.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mark Stuchowski podcast. Until we meet again, my friend, go be productive.